Welcome to episode 10, where this week I am unfolding something a little bit exciting. And it is my five steps to kickstarting your wedding planning. Now, this is a two-part episode. So this week and next week, I'm going to take you through these five steps. So by the end of this, by the end of next week, you are going to be able to walk into a venue and feel comfortable and confident with booking that venue. So today, in episode 10, we are walking through the top three, the first three. So are you ready to do this? Let's go. Well, hello. You're a bride on a mission, getting ready for this next transition. From miss to bride boss, you don't give a toss. Oh, slow down. Have the bouquet. Because you're going to do this all your way. You're fierce and fab and so far from drab. Let's rock and roll. We have ideas to console. You're a can-do bride that's looking for her tribe to share and care about all things like, I don't know, what to wear. Now's your time to shine. You're ready for this divine new chapter of life where you transition into someone's wife. Enough of the rhyme. We don't have time. Let's throw wedding wisdom around like confetti. Hello and welcome, gorgeous bride boss. It's me, your cheerleader and coach, Kristen. We're each and every week on the Secret Brides Club podcast. I like to throw wedding wisdom around like confetti, knowing you'll catch the piece you need when it falls perfectly in your lap. So are you ready for your weekly walk on the bride side? I'm not going to sing. Let's do this. Well, hello, hello, gorgeous girl, and welcome to Wedding Wednesday, where today I'm excited because I want to bring you a little double part episode. So there's two bits to this, because like I always say, when I'm throwing my confetti around for you on a Wednesday, I want you to catch the piece you need when you need it. But here's the thing. I really want you to catch it and then use it right? Like let's make this actionable. And that's why I want my podcast to try and be around the 10 to 20 minute mark. I know I've snuck up there a couple of times, but the point for me, for you is for them to be actionable. Like let's get in, get them done. Because here's the thing. I am here to untangle things for you, to take out the confusion, to make this process of planning your your wedding, your wedding, um, of planning your wedding to be easy, to be simple. Like, let's break it down. Let's take out the bullshit. Let's untangle the string and let's give you actionable advice that you can use. So today, my gorgeous bride, I would like to shout out to all the newly engaged couples out there that today I've got a little surprise for you. Now, if you're not newly engaged, don't switch off now. No, 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 no. Stay there. I've got stuff to tell you because there's processes along the way, little freebies that you are going to be able to get. Um, in the show notes that you can download and get going on because you may not have done these steps and you may be tripping over certain parts and wondering kind of where to go or you're maybe not newly engaged but you've been engaged a while and you are looking to book a venue. Now the thing that I keep seeing pop up in my socials um, is all about like where do I start? The amount of times people have said to me, well, like, where do I even start planning? I don't know what to do. And, and every time I, I go to look it up, someone tells me something different and I just want to book a venue. And do I book a venue on a date or do I do a budget or like, ah, where do I start? So I was like, well, let's start by me creating for you five steps to kickstart your wedding planning. So you can get that right now. This workbook that I've created for you, go to the show notes, download that bad boy right now, or go to my website, kristenwerner.com, and you can get it there in the tools and resources. It's free and it's available for you to use right freaking now. 
But today, I'm going to walk you through the first few steps so that you can actually get going on the rest of the steps. So by next week, when I catch you up, you can do kind of part two. And then by that weekend, you can go and book your freaking venue. Yeah, that is how good I think this plan is because I've used it. I've worked through it with my couples before and we've got to planning their venue. So first things first, I know that these moments can be overwhelming and what I've found both myself and when I help plan and when I communicate and talk to women and couples planning a wedding is it's not so much that they don't know how to do it. Like I know you're a can-do bride. That is what the Secret Brides Club is about is for those women and those brides and those couples that go, yeah, I can do this. I just really, really like someone to help me out and show me how to do it and give me a plan and give me some steps. So I went and created those steps for you and they start in a different place that might not be what you thought or where you thought they'd started. And as a quick overview so that you can understand where these five steps are going to take you over the next two weeks. So where this whole five step starts to kickstarting your wedding planning is right back at episode two, where I talk to you about the three non-negotiables. And I'm going to dip into them in a little bit, but I just want to run you through these five steps so that you, again, know where we're going between this week and next week. So we look at the three non-negotiables. And then the next thing that I like to do, some people go, oh, maybe budget next. Look, the big bad B word is in there. But I like to look at setup and guest numbers. So that's step two for me and you. Then walking into location and the style of wedding that you're after is step three. Then we walk into step four, the B word, budget. Owning the B word and figuring out how much money do you have to spend, how much money do you want to spend, and what does that actually look like so that you can plan and look back over those last three steps and go, yes, they're achievable, no, they're not. And then part five is questions that you can ask your venue. So you create a list in that moment of what venues you might like to look at and kind of give your top three to five. And then there's some questions in there that you can ask them so that you can feel comfortable and confident when you go and see these venues that you have covered those questions and that you will then be able to come home with the right information and kind of decide from there. So let's start at number one, the three non-negotiables. If you want to hear an even more depth, in-depth example of the three non-negotiables, head back, like I said, to episode two, where I really go into that. But you can get the three non-negotiables sheet in the um, show notes today. And what this is, if you've just joined me, welcome, hello. Um, If you're newly engaged, even more welcomes and hello, because this is the perfect place for you to be today. Because by the end of episode, this double episode, by the end of next week, you are going to be able to walk into the weekend looking at venues, ready to plan them, potentially ready to even book them in. So the three non-negotiables is kind of something that I say it's a must-do. And the reason that I suggest that I cheer on the fact that you do it first is because it's those things that you as a couple need to decide was an absolute non-negotiable for you. So for me, the non-negotiables are actually really simple. They are what you sit down as a couple and decide together what is non-negotiable for you. Like what is something that for you, no matter what, money, time, location, it's a must-have. 
and it's a non-negotiable. So it might be that you know you don't have the budget for a full sit down 150 people style wedding but your dream is to get married in Byron Bay at your favorite resort and that is a non-negotiable so then you can work back from there and say okay well that that resort in Byron Bay that we love that we have to fly there our family has to fly there what does that financially look like that's a big ask for people if you don't live there by the way and you might then start to think okay well the non-negotiable for us is that that is where we must get married. Like that's that's our, our thing. That's where we met. That's where our family holidays are. That's it. So then from there, it's not 150 people and it's not a full sit, sit down. It might be that it is just 20 of your closest, nearest and dearest family and friends that you want there because that is affordable for you and you can make that happen. So that is a non-negotiable. You've decided there's a place and a space that you want to get married and it's not negotiable that you don't get married there. So how can you achieve that? And that's what I mean about the non-negotiables. Now, I say you got three, right? You can have five, but don't you go and be cheeky and go more than five because then it starts to get, it it blows out. And this isn't non-negotiables like, you know, you have to have the rose gold cutlery or, you know, the whole wedding is going to turn to shit. No, no. The non-negotiables are those big, beautiful moments. For example, myself, all I wanted, my non-negotiable was... I need to have a big dance floor and I need it to be full and I need it to be happy and fun and I want to look around on my wedding day and not have one second where the dance floor isn't full. So for us, that was great. Now we wanted to find the right band. So we spent time, we spent energy, we spent money on finding the band that would tick those boxes for us. And they bloody well did. They were amazing. And there was a moment that I will never forget that I stopped and I turned around. I remember I was on the way to the toilet with my big, huge dress and my bridesmaids. And I was like, hang on, hang on, stop. And they're like, what, what, what? And I turned around and I was like, yep. The band weren't even playing. They had just made a playlist between sets that was that flaming good that the dance hall was still full. People hadn't left to sit down and wait for the band to come back. And I just smiled to myself and I was like, yep, that's it. So... That is the form of a non-negotiable. We spend our energy, time and effort in making sure that we got the right band. So you have three of those to sit down and do. Now, I advise you to get each other together, go out to dinner, make a date night of it or get a really good bottle of wine and sit down and create those non-negotiables in an environment that is really safe and comfortable and you can have some fun with it because these just allow you in those moments of anxiety and stress and overwhelm where the budget is getting so freaking tight that you can kind of go, well, hang on a minute, do I really need those rose gold cutlery that, you know, is going to cost me X amount? Well, no, actually, this alternative is just as great because at the end of the day, the non-negotiable was I wanted the best band. We spent our money there. So where can I chop and change to make this work for our budget and for ourselves? Okay, so... That's step number one. We've already got there in 10 minutes. Boom, we've done it. So let's go to step number two. Step number two is most people would say budget. And look, to be perfectly honest, when I started actually writing this out, I was like, yeah, budget is number two. Great. We need to know our budget. And then I was like, well, hang on a minute. If you need to know your budget, but you don't know what the setup is and what the guest numbers are and what kind of location and things that your wedding's going to be at, how the heck are you meant to figure out your budget? So I actually backtracked on myself 
you're welcome. I do these things for you. So then I went back and looked at it and thought, no, well, hang on a minute. Budget is, budget kind of comes across all of these things, but I want you to get these right first. And then when you're in the budget section, section number four, um, you can come back and kind of relook at these. So the setup and the guest numbers is pretty much how it sounds. But when I say setup, I don't mean like chairs and tables and things like that. I'm talking about is it stand up or is it sit down? Is it cocktail or is it a full meal? Because those things are very, very different. And why setup and guest numbers are in the same little basket is because if your guest numbers are, I don't know, 150 and you want a full sit down meal, that is going to look very different budget wise to 150 people that is having just pizzas or 50 people that are having pizzas or 80 people that are having pizzas, burgers, food vans or 80 people that are having a full sit down dinner. Like the more people you need to feed and provide booze to, the more your budget is going to increase. But at the same time, it's also going to increase more if you have those people sitting down to either a full meal a catered, plated meal or something like that, opposed to canapes and food trucks and grazing boards and so on. So that's, this section might be a little bit quicker. You might go straight away, oh, has to be, you know, a cocktail. And the guest numbers are 87. Great, done. Now, when you do your budget, this is what I mean. You might come back to that and go, okay, guest numbers are still 87. Not changing that. That's done. Well, hang on a minute. The difference between a cocktail and a sit-down I don't know, let's call it $8,000. Let's call it $5,000. And you go, well, maybe I, maybe we don't really need slash want to have the full sit down. That was a really lovely idea, but that's not exactly where we're sitting. So it just allows you to look at the reality, I suppose. And that's what I want this to do, the five steps to kickstart your planning. Like, let's look at the reality. Where are we starting? So that you actually start to, as you go through the, the motions, you can reflect on this and you can feel really comfortable and really confident about your decisions moving forward. So that's step two, like bam, out the park. We are flying through this. Okay, step number three. Are you still with me? I hope you are. And I want to remind you because we're flying through this, that you can go to the show notes and download this workbook right now. And it will talk you through everything. And it looks pretty. Um, you can also go to kristenwerner.com.au and you can go to the tools and resources section. And in there you can download it as well. But I'll put it in the show notes. So just hop over there right now. Download the booklet and start to work through it. And then next week I'm going to kind of tie this in a nice bow. So honestly, by the end of this, you will be able to go and find your venue and feel really comfortable and confident that you know what you want. You you have an idea of the budget and you're ready to kind of lock it in and get going. So this is like the starting part, which is just the most exciting. I call it in my wonderful um, plan to wed program, the dizzy diamond phase, where you are just crazy dizzy excited about being engaged. It's that moment before you go like, what to do next? So in step number three, we are walking into the location and the style of your wedding. Now, this might seem really obvious to some of you, like it has to be down the beach and this is the exact spot on this beach in this location in this state because that's where we met and that's where we go on holidays and I'm done, 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 tick. And the style is 
um, you know, beach boho and I'm going to be wearing no shoes on the sand and you might have this down packed and that I celebrate and cheer you the hell on. But for those of you that are just like, Kristen, what the f- fuck <laughs> am I doing? And this feels so overwhelming and that is why I'm here to untangle this for you and to make it straight and linear and easy and simple to walk through. So the location, I've put in the booklet a kind of step through so that what is the vibe you're going for? Because a beach vibe is different to a vineyard, is different to a rustic, um, is different to, you know, a hotel room in the middle of the city. So what location, like look, drill down to, I'm just going to go here with South Australia because I know it well. Are you going right? We want the wine region of the Clare Valley. That's what we want. We absolutely know it has to be there. Or is it the Adelaide Hills? Or is it, you know, for those of you in New South Wales, is it right in the middle of the countryside in a big, beautiful, amazing barn? Or if you're overseas and it's, you know, somewhere in the snowy Alps or in a ranch in Texas or wherever that may be, decide the location. And then the style within that location. So is it rustic? Is it elegant? Is it boho? And this is where you hit Pinterest hard. Just keep looking like what vibe are you going for? Is it rustic boho? Is it vintage elegance? You know, get that, imagine that in your mind because if you can imagine it, then you can start to kind of feel, you know, it needs to be outdoors and it needs to be really quirky kind of vibe. And for me, certainly here at the at the Secret Brides Club, I am all about celebrating those brides with the can-do attitude that want to create a wedding in a unique location that might be a bit more do-it-yourself, a bit more hands-on, that doesn't always have, you know, a wedding venue coordinator or something like that. So what style do you feel are you thinking about? So then within the booklet, you're going to be able to go through and write down what's the vibe, what's the location area, And then start to Google and start to look at what kind of venues are in that area that you really like. What do you like about them? And is there a price guide? Now, some don't have a price guide and that's cool, but some do and that's awesome. But that'll just make you go like, whoa, that's way of our price guide. We can go and see it, but let's just be realistic so that you don't get there and fall in love with it and then be like, hmm, we could never afford this anyway. Shouldn't have gone and done that. Um, Like, be realistic and kind to yourself because I think that's part of the process and that's why I want you for the next step, the big bad B word, is to feel comfortable and confident within your budget so that you can make those decisions. So that, my gorgeous little tribe, is my little roundup of part one of two of the five steps to kickstart your wedding planning. So next week, I want you to rock up here again with your little workbook that you have downloaded from the show notes, ready to go into the next section. Now you can look ahead, that's fine, I'm going to let you do that. But if you don't want to, you don't have to. Use the workbook to follow through and feel really comfortable and confident in those steps so far. Because when we get to the budget and to the questions for your venue, you are going to feel so flippin' confident about hopefully booking in your wedding day. All right. Well, I need to go and you need to go and let's meet here next week on Wedding Wednesday where I'm ready to throw more confetti around and get you ready to book in your venue. All right. See you later. Bye. (laughs) 